0: Welcome to another edition of our Thursday night class. Uh, tonight we're learning Parashat Shelah <laughs> Lecha. As uh, one of our members already commented, not an easy parasha. He's correct. This is, uh, this is a story that needs to be understood as best as we can. And there's a lot of uh, questions that we have on the text of how to read this uh, perashat in general. And then uh, maybe we'll be able to reveal, you know, a secret. So let's, uh, let's begin the observation. So it's the story of the spies. We know we're dealing with great people over here, so we have to be careful. After all, the Torah tells us right in the beginning Kulam Anashim. Kulam Anashim. They were all men of stature. So if you look at the Pasuk, Pasuk Gima, the Ishla Otam Moshe, Apiyashim, Kulam Anashim, Rashi says, Kol Anashim Shememem Lashon Hashivut. That any time you have a um, the word Anashim in the Pasuk, Lashon Hashivut, it's a a sign of importance. So they were kashirim. the Torah calls them anashim. Although again I'm struggling with this because you tell me they were Kesherim. And then you go later on when they come back, go to Pasuk Perik Yudgimal, go to Pasuk chavav. Actually, go to Hafev first. They came back from touring the land or spying out the land. After 40 days. So they came back. Another pasuk says, What is it? It should just say, They came back from Israel. What is this? So that she's bothered with it. So the sheikh comes along and says, Ah, you know what, Vayyel Kuba Yavo is, Le Hakish Hadikatan Bi'atan. That we're making a connection between uh, to the attitude that they had when they left and when they came back. That there's a connection between the Halicha and the Bi'ah. That, what? Ma bi'atan be'itsara'ah, Afadikatan be'itsara'ah. Just like when they left, they left with a bad plot. Or well, actually the reverse. Just like when they came back, we know they came back with a bad plot, with a bad report. So that she says the Vayenech also was bad. That means when they left also it was bad. Just like the vayavo they came back with a bad plot, the Vayenech also was bad. But you just told me they were kishirim. <laughs> you just told me second ago, Kulam Anashim And then as she comes along, oblivious of what he just told us in the beginning of the Padashah. Oh, they were rotten from the beginning. Just like they were rotten when they came back, when they came to Moshe, when they left also they were rotten. Okay. And this is, it's a blatant stira. I don't know where we're going to begin to start answering these questions. The and I don't have a limit of questions about time and ask a lot of questions tonight How do you learn the, the, the first pasuk? <speaking in Hebrew> what does that mean? <speaking in Hebrew> send for yourself Okay, send for yourself <speaking in Hebrew> And they will go to Teshlachu means send them, but so the end of the pasuk is teshlachu. It's plural. It doesn't say teshlach. Teshlachu. In the beginning, shlach lecha. And what does it mean? It's time shlach lecha. But well, she's not doing this for his own health. What well, she's doing this for? This is for, for Israel's service. What well, she doesn't have any benefit in sending the ben agilim or not. What well, she doesn't make any benefit whether they go or not. Is Moshe had something, something to gain? Furthermore, Rabotai, and this is one of the, uh, the major questions. So we know that Moshe Rabbeinu, before he dispatches the spies, he calls Yeshua over on the side and the Torah comes along and says that he makes him a name change. If you remember last week's Derash we talked about it a little. He changed his name and Rashi says he added a youth to his name. Hoshea becomes Yehoshua. Ya And the question that I ask is, why does Yeshua get this courtesy? I mean, all, all the Shabbatim should get a courtesy. You should call each one in their office. Now I'm not saying he has to add a yud to all their names. But say, listen, Abotai, I know this is a risky operation. The Ra is very strong. There's going to be a lot of kitrugim. There's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, uh, 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 pushback. So I want to give you a berachah. Put his hand on his head. I mean, isn't it a Shu when you get a berachah Moshe Rabenu? Interestingly enough, by the way, only Yeshua, as if, I don't want to say the word, in the Hebrew, the Israelis say, protexia. Uh, that's his student. He took care of his student. He gave his student the beracha. What about everybody else? Even, by the way, Kalev. Kaleb and Yifune, who also comes back, you know, positive. But he doesn't get the beracha either. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu singling out Yoshua for the beracha Now, Rabotae, last week we gave an answer to this already. I don't want uh, don't think that Hasman Shalom we're not answering these questions. We're answering it. Last week we explained it according to the Pshat. You know, last week it was Yahushua that heard that he's gonna take over and that Moshe Abinu is gonna die. And you remember Yoshua's reaction, Hasman Shalom Adunimosheikeda. It was it was uh Yeshua that told uh, Moshe Abinu, kill these guys. I don't wanna take over. We want Moshe Abinu to lead us. So he was very humble, Yoshua. You know, Yoshua doesn't want to take over the leadership. He wants Moshe Rabbeinu to do it. So Moshe Rabbeinu was concerned that Yoshua is going to come back and join the bad reporters, not because he wants to join the bad reporters, because he doesn't want to go to Israel, so Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't die. It's all to defend Moshe Rabbeinu. So Yoshua has a, you know, a reason why he needs an extra tefillah, because we saw already his reaction from last week. That's the way we said last week, I stand by that answer about that, that's a very good answer. Although, although the answer we gave last week doesn't explain the prayer that he makes. Ya Yoshi Akam I mean, listen, he didn't give him Kohanim, he didn't give him uh you know see a new a new type of blessing. And he uses the shem ka yud not even the shem yud Vav Ya Yoshi Acha. What's the what's the sword behind that that prayer that he gives? Tari zal ask the following question: If you look at the beginning of the Shah, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu sends the leaders. One leader per tribe. Should I Anashim? Right. Go to pasuk that same pasuk. Pasuk Ben, I guess it is. Ishi hadi, ishi hadi lemeta abotab teshlachu. I'm sorry. Kole nasi ba-hem gimad, but islam otam Moshe. K'olam anashim. Now who are they? Anashim b'nei Israel hema. Okay, the leaders of b'nei Israel. To me, that's a that's a, a very very beautiful, simple, easy pasuk. The, the leaders. Of Bnei Israel, but the Arizal, when he saw this pasuk, he jumped. He said, "We never see the leaders. They never called the Shei Israel They never called that." And he refers us back to the beginning of the book. Go back to the beginning of the book of, of Midbar. Go to Perik Aleph. Sorry, I'm making you jump around. Go to Perik Aleph, pasuk Dalin. By the way, we also talk about the leaders. I'm sorry, uh, go to Pasuk, Ted Zayin. In the Kilo'e Ha'edah, Matot Avotam, Rashi Alfei Yisrael Hem. That's what the leaders are called, Rashi Alfei Yisrael, and Alfei Yisrael, meaning the Alufin, the, the leaders, Rashi Alfei. Here they're not called Rashi Alfei. Here they're called the new name, Rashi Bnei Yisrael but you're changing the uh, terminology. And this, it's the same guys, it's the same leaders. In the beginning of the book, you call them Rasheh Alfei Israel. now you call them Rasheh B'nai Yisrael, Darizal uh, jumped on it. All right, Rabotai, I'd like to go further in, in, in analyzing the perashah. So uh, they go, they set off on this mission. If anybody listened to this morning Shi'ur, the 10-15 Shi'ur that we give on Halakha, we focused on this Pasuk this morning. Uh, it's... Open up Perek Yud Gimal, Pasuk Khaf Bet, or Khaf Aleph. They start their uh, this expedition, and now they get to the negative. I guess that's the south. Oh, so there's an issue of being grammatically. It says in the beginning, means they're all plural. So shouldn't the Pasuk say, I mean, they're all traveling together. So it should say, But it doesn't say it. It says, So that she right away comes along and says, Oh, what is it? Kalev himself went to Hebron. What was he doing in Hebron? Like we learned this morning, he went to the Me'arat HaMakphela and he made He prayed on the graves. Why? Okay, because he didn't want to get swayed, he saw that there's trouble brewing, and he needed, uh, you know, And you know, he didn't get the blessing from Moshe, so he needs uh, to do his own uh, homework. So he decided to make a stop at Ma'arat uh, All right, I was going to ask, you know, why did he go to Ma'arat Why didn't he go to Meron to be uh, there's a simple answer. The Bishwab wasn't alive then. He, there, was no, there was no Meron. So, I'm not going to ask you why he went to Marat al and he didn't go to, uh, you know, Ma'agam. And how come he didn't go to, uh, you know, Bilhans and Paz, uh, uh, Kiber? Uh, that question I'm not asking. Marat al every right, that's where you're supposed to go. That's the best place to go pray, Marat al We learned this morning from the Megale Amukot that all the tefillot of B'nai Israel, wherever they are in the world, go via Hebron. That's the Sha'ar shamayim Hebron. So, no problem to go to Ibron. But again, the Pasuk is very, very tricky. Vayalu, Vayavo. So that she fixes it and says, yeah, they were Vayalu, the 11 were the Vayalu, and he cut off to the Vayavo. Although, I mean, I read the Ta'amim. When I read the Ta'amim, these are all connected, these words. Sounds like it's all, sounds like it's two different things. That's all one sentence like. The way that she's learning it, that's them and that's him. But to me, it sounds like it's happening together. I saw the Sifatim Or Bashemish makes that you uh, Okay, stop. What else, How are we going to answer all these questions, time? And I have a, 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 an engagement to go to, and so I'm pressed for time, and I didn't even get to the answer yet, and I'm still asking more questions. I'm looking at my paper, I got three more questions to ask. And then we're going to have to answer all of them, and my wife says I have to be out of here by 8.30. It's not going to happen. Let's go further. This pasuk. I remember once on a Melave Malka that we were having with the chief rabbi of Jerusalem, Rabbi Amar. He made a big fuss of this Pasuk and he made me aware of it. Uh, Okay now they come back and uh, the and Kalev they defend the land and the other spies get everybody in a tizzy and they're crying And Moshe Rabbeinu says, That's it, 40 years in the midbar, yom la shana, yom la shana, disaster, the whole story. But Kalev and Yoshua, those are the two spies that, uh, you know, they didn't get swayed. So look at the Pasuk, Perek Yud Dalit, Pasuk Khaf Dalit. Here it's going to tell us about the hero Kalev, the Avdi Kalev. Oh, I remember the chief rabbi made a point at Avdi Kalev. What makes him an eved? I guess what makes him an eved on a simple explanation is eved Hashem. He, uh, he listens to the uh, to, 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 to to he's obedient. He's eved Hashem. All the other ones they did what they wanted to do. God told them the land is good, and uh, still they came along and they gave him a malignant report. He's eved. Okay, Avdi Kalev. Eke haita ruach bo emo, because he had you have the English there? You have in front of me? Yeah. Could you read that? Eke haita ruach acheret What's the name? Ruach acheret Because a different spirit was with him Oh come on that sounds Kabbalistic Rabotai. what do you mean a different spirit was with him? I always understood it he had a different idea meaning ruach means the way he's thinking. He thought differently than them. They thought one way, and he thought differently. Ruach, means a different way of, 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 of perceiving it, different idea. But let me tell you a rule, Rabbi anytime time you see the word ruach, you dim the lights and you light a candle because you know you're going to get into the Kabbalah with Ruah Ruach is a Kabbalistic word. What is it talking about? Ruach, aheret, emo. What is it talking about? What is it talking about? What, I, that was Rabbi Amar's question. He questioned the Va'abdi Kaleb, Why are you calling him an eved? And what is this ruah It could have said uh, a more easy word, maybe an de'ah You know, sevarah There's words that we have to talk about a different opinion, but ruah is uh, sounds like something mystical. Okay. Another question from Rabbi Ari, if I may. I'm jumping around <laughs> because there's, there's questions everywhere you go in this parasha. This is a very strong question. Look at um, look at the text inside. Let's let's see if you can figure out this question on your own. the start from pasuk These are the names of the of the uh, spies. uven Okay, representing Reuven Shamuah ben Zakur. Le'matishemron Shafat Ben-Hodi. Oh, that's our favorite, Kaleh Ben-Yivunay, representing Yehuda. L'matei Shachar, okay, Shachar is represented, Yig'al Ben-Yosef. L'matei Ephraim, L'matei Ephraim. Hoshayah Ben-Nun. Okay, Ephraim is not one of the Shabbatim, by the way. Prime is not one of the Shevatim. No problem. Go to the next one. Lemate Benyamin. All about Representing Benyamin. Panti in Rafu. Lemate Zebulun. Gaddi el Ben Soudi. Lemate Yosef. Lemate Menashe. Gaddi bin Susi. Also Yosef. Yosef. Is represented in Menashe. And the representative of Yosef from the Menashe child is Gadi ben Susi. Do you see what's going on over here? Every spy is representing a tribe. There's only one spy that is not representing a specific tribe. And who is that? Yeshua. Ephraim, Ephraim is not a shevet. Now, by the way, Menasheh is not a Shabbat either, but at least you put him with yourself. Yosef, So by the way, when 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 Yoshua comes, they should say, Lemate Yosef, Ephraim. By the way, by the way, Ephraim is just as much as Yosef as Menasheh is just as much as Yosef. So for some reason, when it comes to uh, Menasheh, oh, they say, oh, Rabotai, lemateh Menasheh. He gets a representation. Lemateh Menasheh. Lemateh Yosef, lemateh Menasheh. Gadi ben Susi. So the Torah can read it the same way. Lemateh Yosef, lemateh Ephraim. No, he doesn't get, every one of these uh, spies has a shebit attached to them and mafi, nothing. You want to hear that in the Arizal's uh, language? I have the Arizal coming. I made a copy before the Shi'ur. He says, Mm. he says in Yana Mirageen but Yoshua Nasi Ephraim Ben Yosef is not mentioned Yosef is not mentioned by Yoshua. by Joshua. This is the question of what time. So how do we answer this? So the way we answer this question, the Arizal is unbelievable the way he figures these things out. Of course, Yehuda Hakodesh. The rule is: this is the Parashat the right? This is the Parashat the miragilin. You want to understand how to figure out and crack the code of the meragelim? You got to go into Torah and find the first place that it mentions the word meragelim, and go over there. All the secrets are always going to be in the Shoresh. Okay, so now we have to go on a scavenger hunt. Where is the first time in the Torah that we see the Inyan of meragelim spies? And I found it. I stayed in my office all day long and I found it, Baruch Hashem. Open up Parashat Miketz. Open up perek Pasuk Pasuk Unbelievable. That you cannot understand Parashat Shelach Lecha unless you learn Parashat Miketz. I'm taking you back now to Hanukkah. Parashat Miketz. I went to Parashio. What happens? The brothers come down to Egypt in order to get some food. Of course, there's a famine. So, all of a sudden, they're presented in front of Yosef. He recognizes them. But they didn't recognize him. He says, Oh, I had a dreams. They're supposed to bow to me. Okay, now we're going to start having some fun over here. So, what does he tell uh, the Shivatim? Now, oh, obviously, Yosef uh, he wants to uh, create them to get nervous and all that stuff. He could have called them anything. He could have called them anything, by the way. He could have called them Gannabim, which, anyway, he's going to call them later on Gannabim. <clears throat> he decides to call them meragelim, and of course they take very big offense to it. You look at the next Pasuk in Pasuk Yud Aleph. No, she'ad nahnu. Nahnu. we're honest people. No, we're not and Yosef comes along and says, No, 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 Pasuk Yud Aleph. He tells me again, You're <clears> not <throat> Now, Yaakov Abinu is the father of Yosef. Yosef is the ben zikunim of Yaakov. That's his. That's his link. It's Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Yosef. Whatever Torah that Yaakov Abinu learned, he gave over to Yosef. The Gemara says ziv ikunim shavim. Their image was the same. A spinning image of his father, not only in image, biological, in spiritual. El toledot Yaakov Yosef. The toledot of Yaakov is Yosef. Rabotai, what was the midah of Yaakov Abinu? <laughs> the emet Yaakov emet. Now you have to assume that Yosef is just as emet as his father. <laughs> At least he's not going to blatantly lie. He knows the shevatim are not melagelim. He knows they're not melagelim. The Pazukh says he recognized them. So for the Tzaddik to come along and say, maten, What happened to Sheikh? What happened to. I have no problem. We fool around all day long. You call a guy a name, you fool around, you prank the guy. Okay, because we're not so careful. But the Tzaddikim are careful. They won't say a word out of their mouth unless it's accurate. And then what they was going to say after? Oh, uh, it was a good joke. I told you a Gidim. I'm just kidding around with you. I was pulling your leg. That's the thing you don't do that. So how do we come? And by the brothers are very offended. No, we're not Gidim. He says, no, no, no. You're Gidim. Don't tell me you're Gidim. He doubles down. That's a very hard parasha. But by the way, that's the whole the whole parasha chelah. isn't that? Uh, is in this conversation over here. All right. It's a shame I don't have time to give you the answer to the question because I have to go, but at least you have something to, uh, to think about over Shabbat or maybe you'll ask your local rabbi to try to answer some of these, uh, some of these dilemmas. All right, Abutai, you twisted my arm. I'll stay a couple more minutes in order to help you out. In order to understand this, we need to go to the book called Shara Gilgulim. Shara Gilgulim of Rabbeinu There is two concepts that we talk about, that nishamot return. One is called Gilgul. Let me explain to you quickly what Gilgul is. Gilgul is a nishama that did not reach its tikkun, uh, therefore it has to be reborn again. Gilgud Neshama happens at the time of birth. The soul comes back for a, a, a repeat. And Rabbi says that Gilgud can happen maximum three times after the first time. First time, then you get three more shots, like baseball, and then that's it. Strike three and then they, they have to deal with him in a different way. That's Gilgud Neshama. There's another concept Da'arizah talks about, and that's called Ibur Neshama. Now pay attention closely because Ibur is an incredible item. There are certain Neshama and a great Neshama in heaven, and they're in Geraed and all that. But, you know, no Nishama is perfect, and could be they're missing uh, a little... Uh, you know, a, a, a mitzvah that they didn't do perfectly or they're missing a certain midah that they didn't it to the ultimate degree. But they're in going to They're fine, but, you know, they could always be better. They can always polish the diamond a little better. So what happens? Borei Olam does a favor to those that and says, listen, you know what? I'll let you come down into the guy who's living already, not from, born, from birth. You come down to a guy Who's doing tremendous things? You have a guy that does a tremendous mitzvah, for example, and he's very, very careful. So, Borja Olam will send down a neshama to go into that person. Not permanently, maybe i will tell him, listen, you could benefit from this guy. He does mitzvah very meticulously. You need that item. You know what? Go into the guy for 30 days and you'll get credit for his uh, zikuyot. But it's a win win. Because that's called ibud neshama. All of a sudden, you got a neshama inside of you. Now, don't worry. When you stand on the scale, you're not going to get any more weight from that neshama. It doesn't. It's weightless. But the point is, you're getting a spiritual boost from a tzaddik that's inside of you. By the way, don't be surprised if this happened to you about. Sometimes in your life, you're on a high. Your learning is going very good, and you're waking up at the crack of dawn, and you're midot, and everything is good, and you feel very, very close. Don't be surprised because it happens today, even. Allah sent you down in the And you have a big Sadiq inside of it. you. It's a win win. He's benefiting whatever you're doing because he needs that little thing that you're doing very, very exceptionally well. And you benefit because you're getting the charge. But Ibu doesn't last forever. And you'll notice all of a sudden you're on a high, all of a sudden you go back down again. What happened? Ibu left. You're not going to stay forever. Ibu neshama. Rabbotai, Daf Yomi this morning. We learned it this morning. These days are so long, it feels, it feels like we did it 10 years ago. But this morning we learned the Daf Yomi. What do we say? The person that wants to come to purify himself, Remember we said that Rasha. When he makes this shivah, he goes back into the, the top of the kuf, alam opened him a special door, so he can go back in. What does it mean that Arizal says, When a person is doing the right thing, Borei alam sends him siyua, he sends him a neshama, he sends him an extra a booster. And now all of a sudden he's working on, uh, you know, double, triple, quadruple power. a neshama. You have to be with Ibn but it's a great thing. And the way you do you do something exceptional. That's the way you do it. When Borealam sees a person doing tremendous mitzvot with great precision, he tells the Sadiq, listen, this guy's unbelievable the way he's doing his service. He's praying the beautifully, he's learning. Go with him. You'll benefit, he'll benefit. I told you the story of Rabbi Shmuel de Ozida. He was a student of Rabenu Ha'ari. He walked into the Shi'ur one day, and that is stood up for him. He just stood up for the student. So he told him, what mitzvah did you do today? He says, oh, my mother asked me to do something. He would have him. So you got the ibud Neshama of Rabbi Perhas Ben Yahir, one of the big I'm not standing up for you. I'm standing up for Rabbi Perhas inside of you. Benish Hai had the ibur of Ben when he went to his kibbutz. The tzaddikim they jump around into people, and they have benefits. Says the ben Ari, the spies were going on a very very precarious and dangerous mission, and they needed they needed help. They needed. They needed They needed help because, again, there's gonna be a lot of resistance from the Kilipot and the Setra Harad that they failed. So Borei Olam did them a, a tremendous chesed. What did he do? He came along and he took the Shabbatim. The Shabbatim, the Shivtiyah, the children of Yaakov Abinu, And each tribe was sent down as an Ibur Neshama to that fellow that was representing that tribe. So when the Pasuk says, for example, Lemate reuven, it means not only for the tribe of Reuven, Reuven himself. Lemate reuven, Shemua ben Zakur. Who was in Shemua bin Zakur? He had the, the Shamab Reuven inside of him. Lemate it doesn't only mean representing Shevet Shimon, it means Shevet Shimon went into Shafat bin Hori each one of these Shabbatim actually was having they were the spies the Shabbatim themselves were the spies now you understand what Yosef was telling the brothers at them you're they said what is he talking about I'm not don't tell me you're Meragelim. Yosef is the Nabi he knows everything he said you're going to be Meragelim one day that's what Ibn says. From that pasuk you see that they were through the system of a Neshama. Now I'll go back to the beginning of the parasha, and you see when God says to send the spies, what does he call them? He doesn't call them rashay Alfei Yisrael. He refers to them as the pasuk. rashay Bnei Yisrael. Because they were indeed, Bnei Israel, they're the children of Yisrael. Who's Yisrael? Yaakov Abinu. They were not Rasheh Alfei. Rasheh Alfei is the leaders. This was not the leaders. But the Ulam is telling Moshe, Rasheh Bnei Yisrael. Make sure, when you send them, make sure each one gets their, uh, each one gets their representative of the Ibun Neshama. Oh. So what happens? The problem is, there's <laughs> 12, uh, 12 spies. 12 spies. If you notice, know Rabotai, one tribe was not represented in this uh, expedition. And that's the tribe of Levi. do not say Levi. For good reason. Levi doesn't have a Heleq in it, Israel. So, Levi doesn't get involved in the expedition. Uh, they, Whatever happens, they get a peace from God. Their is the Mikdash. Ki That's not the issue. Okay, fine. All the other tribes are represented. 12 tribes outside of Shevet Levi. Okay, fine. Yosef is one of the tribes. Now Yosef cannot go into two people. Yosef cannot go into Ephraim and Menasheh. He can only go into one. Says Rabbeinu Ari, for whatever reason, Yosef, his Ibun Neshama, goes into Menasheh. Limateh, Yosef, Limateh Menasheh. That leaves Yoshua Iboorless. You're following the Botei? That's why the Pasuk says when it comes to Yoshua, the Mate Ephraim, there's no Shebet. Ephraim is Yoshua, but there's no Shebet. Every one of these the tzaddikim has a Shebet representing them. Yosef, it could have said, by the way, the Mate Yosef, the Mate uh, 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 Ephraim, but it doesn't. The Yosef, the Menasheh. So what happened, Moshe Rabbeinu Alav shalom comes along, and he says, listen, I don't have to pray for the other Shabbatim. The other Shabbatim have Iboor Neshama. The other Shabbatim have their power, they have the Tzadikim. They have, uh, they give him the, the Tziyuah. So therefore he calls Yoshua and says, listen, Yoshua, you need a special berakha. What did he do? Says Rabbeinu Ari, something amazing. He said, Moshe said, listen, I'm from Shevet Levi. I'm giving you the ibur of Shevet Levi. That's my, I'm not, I am not invited on this expedition. So my Shevet is free. I am summoning Shevet Levi and all the kohot of Shevet Levi and that's going to go into bin Nun. And therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu actually gave his, himself. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was represented in Shevet Levi. Therefore, Yeshua now is representing uh, uh, Shevet Levi in that. And now I understand why Bore Olam starts the parasha by telling Moshe, Shelach lecha. Moshe, you have to send yourself. Don't forget to send yourself. Shelach lecha. Because, <laughs> Listen, Joshua doesn't have a, a ibud over there. So you got to figure out some way to give him by proxy or, you know, a berachah somehow to, to send them. What about everybody else? Okay, everybody else you'll send. Teslachu. Everybody else teslachu. Lematei avotav. They'll get the matei. They'll get the, their, their father's shevet. But you have to send yourself as well. Oh. Question is, question is why does he bless Yoshua with the Yah Yoshiachah? Very very beautiful. If you look at the Mishnah and Masechet Midot Pedic Bet Over here Masechet Midot is talking about the construction of the Bet HaMikdash. So the Bet HaMikdash it had steps. How many steps? The Hamish Maalot. There was fifteen steps in the Beit Hamikdash. from the Ezed Nashim to Ezed Yisrael. What are the fifteen steps? Keneged Hamish Maalot She You know, Shira Maalot, Shira Maalot. There's fifteen of those. What's the Shira Maalot? Shalehen Halbiim Umrim Ashi. The Nevi'im used to stand on those 15 steps in the Bet of and they would sing. That was the, where the choir was. So it's very plausible to say that since he wants to put in him Shemit Levi, Shemit Levi is what? Shiram Ma'alot is the 15 steps. What's the Shem of 15? You'd care. And therefore he says, Ya Yoshiachah, Ya Yoshiachah, from the koah of the Leviim. The Leviim is the connected to the Shem Ya, because the Shira Ma'alot, and the Hamish Yisrael uh, Ma'alot. And therefore, Moshe Lebedo gives him exactly the right Shem that he's supposed to get. So by the way, it's not that there was, back to that word that I used earlier, the protexia. No, he was just making everybody equal. Let's make everybody equal. Listen, it's not efficient. Yeshua, because it's his student, shouldn't be uh, 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 penalized because of it. Everybody else has an Ibur. So Yeshua's going in at a disadvantage. Almost should have been wants to make every... He wants to level the playing field. Everybody has a Gilgul over there. Not a Gilgul, I take that back. An Ibur. So Yeshua doesn't have one. No problem, I'll give him mine. I'll take, I'll, I'll take my Ibur. Then he should go. Oh. <laughs> Kalev Kalev saw everything that's going on over here. Kalev knows Yeshua. Yeshua is going to succeed because he's got Moshe Rabbeinu's blessing. He's got the Ibud of Moshe Rabbeinu of Shavet Levi. Kalev has Shavet Yehudah, by the way. Nothing wrong with Shavet oh, Yehuda. All the Shavetim are great. He has Yehuda in him. However, Caleb already was, he was worried because he knew the other Shabbatim also have Ibn and they're not succeeding. So he didn't rely only on the Ibn shama of Yehuda. So what did he do? You remember when Eliezer Ibn Avraham, Eliezer Ibn Avraham, He wanted to make a shidduch with his daughter to Yitzhak Avinu. And Abraham, yeah, Yitzhak and Avraham Abinu says to him, Sorry, you know, you Arur. We can't hear an Ebed. Arur, Arur Kanaan. Okay, Eliezer doesn't get offended. Later on, it says by Eliezer, Bo Baruch Hashem. They refer to Eliezer as Baruch Hashem. And the Mefarshim say that Eliezer left the Arur status and moved into the Baruch status. The Benoari writes, that actually, Kalev was the Gilgul of Eliezer Ibn Abraham. And that's where the Baruch came out. And now we understand why he didn't go to uh, Honia Ma'agal's grave, and he didn't go to the Reb Yitzhak grave. Which grave is he gonna go to? This master's grave. And when he went to the Marat of the what did he do over there? He went up to pick an extra Ibud. He said, I cannot rely on only Yehudah. I need extra, extra, extra credit over here. And therefore, he picked up the extra item. And the Pasuk comes along and tells it to us. avdi Kalev. Now, we know why the Pasuk refers to Avdi Kalev. Avdi Kalev is referring to... Abdi Caleb is even Abraham. He had He had an extra ruach besides the ruach of Yehuda. Ruach He had an extra ruach. What's that extra ruach? That's We got the thoughts of the Abot. Oh, so that's why uh, that's why Caleb uh, was fine. Kaleb between what he had already. And what he what he picked up in the Ma'arat haMachpelah, and that's why the Ma'or v'Shemesh says beautiful on that pasuk that I told you before, when it says ad remember I asked you, hey, it's plural and then singular. It sounds like it's yeah Vayyalu is Kalev because Kalev was two people. Kalev is really Kalev and Yehuda, so it's really Vayyalu. But vayavo. Okay, that was about Kalev himself. There's no contradiction to say it's the same guy. Vayalu, meaning Kalev and company. Kalev and uh, Ibu, Kalev and iburo. Vayavo and Avron. They came to Avron. That's what B'shemis says. That uh, that part. Okay, okay. So what happened? So what happened? You have ibur over here. What went wrong, Rabbotai? What went wrong? So the Arizal says an amazing thing about Ibu and Shama. The Ibur only goes into the person for his advantage, for the Ibur's advantage. He doesn't go get to get messed up. When there's a big Sadiq, he goes in and he'll benefit from the Humra, from the Tikkun, from the Mida. But if the guy's gonna start making Aviraw, the Ibn says, I'll see you later. I, I didn't come into this guy over here to, to be part of, a, 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 you know, a, 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 a kilkul. I came to Tikun. I didn't come to Kilkul. I'll see you later. I'm not a kilkul. I'm a I came, for the, I came for my benefit, and he has a benefit also. But if he's going to spoil, I'm not going to let him spoil me. I'm, I'm going to get added already. So Ibn, when they start to see things go foul, they leave. <laughs> so what happened? The spies went, Kuhot, they have strength. <laughs> what does Rashid say in the beginning? Kulam yeah. she says, Yeah, in the beginning when they had the Ibur, <laughs> of course they were Kishirim. They themselves might have had funny ideas, but Kishirim, the Ibur is inside of them, the Kashir. meaning they weren't Kashir, The Shibatim are kashirim. Kulam and is going on the Shabbatim. Uh, on the Shabbatim. So therefore they're the Kashireen. Uh, now what happens when they come back? So if they come back byashu mituba ba'alis, come back. So the Aliza says, What is it? So it says, the Ibur left them the Shematim said we want no part of this. They came back to Moshe. They're about now to give a terrible report. Shivatim said, this is, going, "This is going the wrong way. We're going back upstairs." Vayelechu was going back on the Shivatim. They left. Now vayavo they come as themselves, so that she comes along and says they themselves had it's not going back on the the Ibud the Ibud was great but they themselves might have had a a claim they had an agenda so therefore so it's not a stila the beginning Rashi was talking about this is true by the way by the way If you look at um, if you look at the pasuk when it talks about Yeshua and uh, Kalev. look at the the pasuk over here. Yes. Look at the Pasuk over here, time. Maybe you'll find it for me. Where it says, Where is that Pasuk? Let's see, I'll find it for you. I want to make a proper duke of that. Alizal on that Pasuk as well. Oh, okay, I think it's here. Yes, open up, Perik Yudalet Pasuk Lamedhet. Perik Yudalet Pasuk Lamedhet. Look what it says. The Yoshua benun ben hayu, they lived, min anashim ha The simple explanation is, they survived all those other guys. All the other uh, Meragirim died. And who were the survivors? Caleb ben and Yoshua. No, the Pasuk is telling you, the tribes are called Anashim, not the spies. The Ibur is called Anashim, says the Arizal. So the Pasuk said, V'Yoshua, ben Hayu. Why did they succeed? <laughs> From the Anashim, <laughs> the Anashim. Because that Ibu, he had Yehudan of Rababinu, he had Moshe Benu. So, by the way, when Moshe Benu gives you, Ibu is not leaving, by the way, it's not leaving. Moshe Benu, that's why they say he added into his name, Yoshua, he's not taking the Yud away. That Yud becomes permanent. Ibu never left Yoshua. Kalev <laughs> had two, Ruach bo. Oh! So now we understand, now we understand a little better why when it comes to Yosef, it says, lemate Yosef, lemate but when it comes to Yoshua, it doesn't mention it because he was, he was like we mentioned. Why? We said that already. Oh, Hence Yosef is emet like his father. When he comes along and says Meragilim at them, it's fact, you're going to be bergerim. Now, the Shabbatim, by the way, they say, no, we're not Meragilim. Oh, no, you are Meragilim, what do you mean? Now, 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 now the, the shoes on the other foot, they're the ones that are lying. Now, of course, they didn't know what Yosef was talking about, maybe, because they didn't know that was Yosef. But that means God put a lie in their mouth. Because the Yosef, they're talking different languages now. Yosef is not in They're thinking he's talking in the present. No, we're not Yomer No, Yomer So I saw over here something incredible from Rabbi Yonatan Ibishitz. He explains that story very, very good. Remember we saw in uh, Bereshit, we started the perashah, over there we read, yosef no hekiru. He recognized them, but they didn't recognize him. So the Rav in yonatan shlomer, yosef He explains why did the Shabbatim kill Yosef, or try him, what was the crime? So he writes, the Shibatim li Yosef Limita Kirau be they saw in the Hochmah, Ez of Hakama Ruetanullah, Shinishmatoshad Yosef Migulgal birovam. That's true. Yer ben Nebat, who was from Shabbat Yosef, he got the Ibur of Yosef. Yer was a great man. Don't uh, before he Yeruv'an was so great, he was chosen by God to be the first king of Israel. Meaning when they split the kingdom, he cho- he's not the blue blood in him, he's chosen from God, Yeruv'an bin Nebat. When he used to walk into the bet Midrash, the people were, were shaking. So they saw that he has the ibud of Yosef. So the tribe said, what? Yosef has an in him to be in, 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 uh, in Yeruv'an bin Nebat? Yeruv'an bin Nebat did Agalim. That means if he's connected to this guy, how holy could the Shabbat Yosef be? zot lo but they didn't know this, so they didn't reach out to get gulim, the Shabbatim. You know what they didn't know? amna What happened before yeruv am badat ra agalim? Nistanek nishmatos the Shabbat left? Didn't we just learn the rule that I wouldn't stick around for the, for the, for the nonsense? So they come along and they see, they saw half a story. They said, well, come are kind of Yosef, the Shema said, go to Am Bin Ivan, Forget about that. The is corrupt. No, it wasn't corrupt. Right before they bowed down, Nishamah, he left. he had no hand in it. But what did Yosef see? He saw that there Nishama is going to be in the tent Menagelim, like Tzimoshekadav Ari Aliza, which we learned tonight. But he also saw Yosef at the end of the story that before they're going to speak the malignant report, Al Eretz Yisrael, Nistankun Nishmatam He saw that Nishama is going to leave. That's what it means the pasuk. Yosef et Echav, he understood their situation, ve'lo dan otam, and he didn't judge them. Ve'hem lo what Yosef understood about the sword of the ibur. the brothers didn't. Yosef Yakir, he understood that there's a lot of ibur, but you can't hold the, as I tell you it better, you know what Yosef was doing over here? For future understanding? He was telling the, 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 the tribes, for the same crime that you wanted to kill me, I could kill you. You're killing me because I'm a... You're guilty of the same crime that you tried to kill me. You're worried because I was going in to make a boon. But you know why I don't take any revenge against you? Because you left. You left. Just like I left. The problem is, you didn't know that I left. I left like you left. Therefore, just like you weren't around for the sin of the spies, I would... But the tribes didn't say, no, we're not Meragirin. Basically, what they were saying, we left. We're not Meragirin. They're right, they were Meragirin. The tribes are not lying either, by the way. The tribes are not lying either. We're not Meragirin. When they turned into bad spies, we were out. So Yosef basically was saying, "Uh, what's good for you is not good for me. If I wanted to kill you, I could kill you on the same grounds that you wanted to kill me for. And therefore... (laughs) <laughs> you see how everything was perfect that's why he specifically used the claim of birageli because he was trying to say if i'm guilty then you're just as guilty whatever crime that you judge me on that day because i'm going to, get to hear of am but then no he you didn't know that i'm not going to be around for the abira just like you're not going to be around for the abira of the birageli so therefore how could you judge me for something that you're just as guilty for nonetheless abotai we see over here that with this sod of Soda the ibur, we see the, the look, and with all that, look at the Kitru. That was with the ibur they couldn't do it. That means it must have been this Setra Hara was so powerful. and anashim, they were all great. when they had the ibur, they were great. Once the ibur left, Nashi she says, ah, they 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 they, they, they were they, they weren't anything special at the time. Just like when they left, there weren't anything special. Were well, not for the Ibud. So you see there was great Ketur And you see the greatness of Yoshua bin Nun and Kaleb bin Yifune. They weren't any better. Everybody started off with the Ibud and Shema. Maybe Kaleb is the only one that needed an extra one because he didn't get the Ibud from Moshe bin. So therefore he needed to go and pick up one from uh, the Me'arat and The Avdi Kaleb ruah He had an extra ruach, an extra spirit. And that's what the pasuk is coming to say. Uh, at the end over there, when it comes along and says that and Yoshua hayu min The reason why they were able to live, meaning and succeed, because they had the Hayut of the anashim, of the kulam anashim, of the ibun neshama. The, the lesson for us is do great things, do great mitzvot, and maybe we'll be zokhe. Oh, look at this. We had a little accident. Okay, we're done. I'll hold it to the end. Nonetheless, we'll be zokhe to have ibun neshama. This teaches us the botai. If somebody asks you, would the rabbi teach you tonight? Oh, we learned parashat miketz. Parashat miketz. Doesn't he know uh, it's the summer of parashat Shelah. The botai. If you don't study parashat miketz, you have no idea what's going on in parashat Shelah. Baruch ad onam. Amen Be Amen. <laughs>